This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. The trial for a Dillon man accused of entering the U.S. Capitol building during the January 6, 2021 riot has been delayed. Hank Munzer was set to go to trial July 10th in U.S. District Court, District of Columbia. That trial had been delayed following his lawyer, William Lee Shipley Jr., withdrawing from the case. It's unclear at this time why Shipley withdrew. Munzer is accused of entering the Capitol that day with the intent to impede and disrupt the certification of the 2020 presidential election results by Congress. The Dillon native has stated previously he believed video evidence from that day will show he did nothing wrong. In court documents, federal investigators say Munzer can be seen in the U.S. Capitol in footage captured by an MSNBC news crew. He's also accused of recording videos inside the U.S. Capitol and posting them to social media. A status conference is set for July 21st before Judge Gia M. Cobb. Alleged security concerns nearly prompted the Montana Department of Revenue to leave Missoula office lits of in-person meetings planned around the state this month to discuss property appraisals and how exactly agency staff determined the values that recently arrived in mailboxes. Several local officials had heard that staff with the Montana Department of Revenue had expressed concerns over security in Missoula, prompting the agency to bypass the city and its meeting tour. In speaking with Property Administrator Corey Hoffland, our Missoula staff did have safety concerns. That's according to Jason Sleed, the Revenue Department's Communications Director. He told Missoula Current they received threats and angry correspondence. When asked why DOR had initially left Missoula off the list of cities and towns that planned to visit to discuss the issue, Sleed said security emerged as a concern. Instead of an in-person session, he said the agency had opted for an online presentation. Local officials and members of the city's legislative delegation said they pushed to get DOR to add an event in Missoula. They weren't buying the agency's concerns over security. Quote, it was a team effort. It was everybody getting together, said Missoula County Sheriff Josh Slotnick. You'll have to take it up with the DOR to find out what they were afraid of. The event with the Montana DOR has been rescheduled. After getting initial agreement from landowners, the Environmental Protection Agency says additional pollutant sampling at the Smurfett Stone Mill site will begin this fall. EPA project manager Allie Archer told the Frenchtown Smurfett Stone Community Advisory Group that an EPA team met with the mill site owners, International Paper, West Rock, and Wakefield Kennedy, they are potentially the responsible parties, in late June to discuss the proposal for additional sampling of the groundwater, sludge ponds, and wastewater treatment areas. While she has yet to see any work plans, the potential responsible parties did respond with a proposal to do additional work. Archer said the plan for this fall is to sample existing wells for additional contaminants that weren't sampled previously. 
The contaminants include a suite of bichlorinated biphenol compounds, that's PCBs, that were used in machinery and electrical transformers before being banned in 1977. More wells will be sampled in 2024 to complete the groundwater assessment. Then they'll move on to sludge and wastewater sampling. The Montana State Library Commission voted 5 to 1 to 1 in favor of withdrawing from the American Libraries Association, citing comments made by the incoming president of the organization where she self-identified as a Marxist lesbian in a since-deleted tweet. Quote, our oath of office and resulting duty to the Constitution forbids association with an organization led by a Marxist. That's the language that the commission voted to send to the ALA. We ought not to promote, celebrate, or support what Scripture condemns, said Dana Gonzalez, who was in favor of withdrawing. Before quoting Scriptures from the Bible that she said condemned, quote, what Emily has stated. That's referring to the ALA president-elect. Newly appointed Commissioner Brian Rossman was the only no vote, with Commissioner Peggy Taylor choosing to abstain. Rossman said given that the role of the president of the ALA is ceremonial, he recommended sending a letter expressing disapproval for her expressed political views. Librarians at the meeting said the ALA is nonpartisan and provides support and training needed in libraries across the state as well as advocacy for funding at the national level and that leaving the organization means not having a seat at the table. Commissioner Tom Burnett, an appointee by Republican Governor Greg Gianforti, proposed withdrawing from the ALA during the commissioner's last meeting and drafted language for the letter. Librarians and library directors around the state were opposed to the decision to withdraw during the meeting. Bozeman Public Library Director Susan Gregory says she's been involved with the ALA for more than 40 years. Quote, I have yet in all those years of going to conferences to see any kind of program on Marxism, communism, or why it's important to take one political stance or another. Gregory said the role of the president in the organization is a figurehead. Quote, I'm very concerned if Montana pulls out, we will be ignored and we will have no means to change anything. State law librarian for Montana, Frank and Rungi, and executive director for the Missoula Public Library, Slavin Lee, were among those who submitted written comments in opposition to withdrawing from the ALA. Montana Senate President Jason Ellsworth said Tuesday that his ex-fiancé's domestic abuse claims in a request for a protection order that was granted May 2nd were not true, and attorneys for both sides have filed a stipulated agreement granted Tuesday by a justice of the peace to vacate the protection order. The Montana Free Press first reported news of the protection order and the domestic abuse allegations contained in the original filing on Monday evening, leading the Montana Democratic Party to call for Ellsworth's resignation on Tuesday morning. Ellsworth, a Hamilton Republican, said in a statement through his attorney that his ex-fiancé, quote, unwisely 
and without representation filed domestic claims against me that are not true. Ellsworth has not been charged with any related crimes in Lewis and Clark County, according to court records. Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks announced Tuesday that the first fishing restrictions imposed this year will be on portions of the Sun and Lower Madison Rivers, which will close to all fishing daily from 2 p.m. to midnight, beginning Wednesday. The closures will be on the Sun River from the Highway 287 Bridge to the mouth of Muddy Creek and on the Madison River from the Warm Springs Boat Launch to the confluence with the Jefferson River. FWP said the restrictions put in place due to low flows and warm water will stay in effect until conditions improve. Quote, limiting fishing to only the cool morning hours can help a lot. That's according to Eric Roberts, the FWP's Fish Management Bureau chief. The FWP's drought policy states that angling restrictions will be enacted when the water reaches a temperature of at least 73 degrees or the flow drops to critical levels for the fish. Temperatures of 77 degrees or warmer are lethal for trout. Montana will soon crack down on synthetic marijuana and intoxicating hemp products that have proliferated through regulatory loopholes despite concerns they pose a health risk to children. The Cannabis Control Division, the marijuana regulatory arm of the Montana Department of Revenue, said Tuesday eradicating synthetic products will be the biggest lift for the agency between now and the 2025 legislature. Quote, most of these businesses that we will be inspecting will be glass shops, gas stations, vape shops. That's according to Division Administrator Kristen Barber. We're just going in to make sure they know that any synthetic cannabinoid or hemp intoxicating product is no longer carried. The substances were identified by the agency in January as the likely culprit after a rash of youth hospitalizations raised local health concern officials. House Bill 948, carried by Republican Representative Steve Galloway of Great Falls, established a statewide prohibition on the manufacturing and sale of synthetic marijuana and intoxicating hemp products. Galloway's bill passed the House 81 to 15 and declared the Senate 38 to 12. Spice is a common synthetic product sold in retail stores that fits through a regulatory loophole. Clamping down on such products has previously proven challenging because manufacturers can change a compound and wiggle out from the new regulations. The bill defines synthetic cannabinoids as any cannabinoids produced artificially, whether from chemical synthesis or biosynthesis using recombinant biological agents, included but not limited to yeast and algae. Further, the bill defines a synthetic marijuana product as marijuana or marijuana products that contain synthetic cannabinoids. In an update to the Economic Affairs Interim Committee on Tuesday, Barber told lawmakers the state's work will be a mix of education and enforcement. Quote, what we're finding out is that some people don't even know what they're carrying 
they don't realize they're breaking the law. And so our job is really to educate them and enforce that these products are no longer available in Montana. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRTDB webpages. Made in Montana News is podcast worldwide with listeners in now 51 U.S. states and Canadian provinces, three Native American nations, and 31 countries on six continents. We also post expanded versions of our stories on Facebook. Made in Montana News is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH, 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation, PIVA Radio of the Northern Cheyenne Nation, and Crow Res Radio of the Crow Nation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.